Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Fucking miss this intro. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. Episode 58. After a small layoff, Paul's here along with Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in tonight. If you're tuned into our live stream, please share it so we can get more people in here. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do so. We want to drive those numbers up. And that's really it. Mikey P. What's up, baby? We're not going to disregard Man, I miss you guys. Though. What's up, everybody? How's it going? What's up? Let's hear, from, let's hear from the audience right away. Guys, what did you do during your layoff? What did you do? Uh, a lot of shit. Uh, studying for my exam that I'm taking. Um, you gonna pass that? No cap. Yeah, house duties. You know, shit like that. Work. Been busy getting back into sports car grind as well. Um, We're gonna have content. Let's on that go. Too. Yeah, yeah. ASAP. Content's ASAP. coming. Content galore on that. So I'm getting back into the game a little bit. Start selling. Start you know uh, monitoring the market. I can't wait till we hot, do we not. do box wars and then we'll cross swords. Nah. You know stuff Damn, like that. You wild, bro. <laughs> I, I I think no. Oh, so you look a little. Extra tan. Yeah, I'm What'd fresh up out the sand, February 10th. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I decided to get a goatee and go to Jamaica. Yeah, that's, that's crazy to I me. To I mean, like, yo, I fuck with that energy. I yo. got my sandal shirt. Uh, you know, uh, what else? Uh, I watched my son look my wife dead in her eyes and shit on my kitchen floor. <laughs> um, it was it was it was regular. It was regular. I enjoyed it. Uh, so. I love that kid. Yeah, he's the best. He shit on the floor. Bro. Yeah, it's his world. Bro, you really got a goatee and just said, fuck it, I'm going to Jamaica. I decided to move different. Like, I, I like that energy. That yeah. energy is, is going to be reciprocated. Oh, I, I can guarantee I hope that. So. Oh, I hope absolutely. so. I can feel it, actually. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I love, I love it, yo. I love your energy. <laughs> Mikey P, man, what's up with yo. you, dude? What's up, bro? Well, I don't have shit on my floor. That's a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah that's good. But... I was just plowed by work, so I'm happy to be back. Damn. You know? Pulse. Major pulse. Yeah, I was going to say, did you say that you were plowed? I was plowed by Doggy, work. Doggy, missionary? While, guys, while, yeah. while we were gone. Is it reverse by... cowboy? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it, man. I fucking miss you guys, man. I'm ready to get this shit rocking. It's been a long-ass layoff. Man, I really hey, don't do forget appreciate Philly you guys Phil. more than ever. I don't want to. I don't got anything to report. You've be been traveling for work. I yeah. am traveling for work. I gotta. I gotta be up at four forty-five tomorrow morning. So that's how they get this shit on the road. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. It's been a long ass layoff, man. I miss you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, we back. Yeah, man. Sometimes you gotta take a step back, you know, and just really just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, appreciate. You gotta show gratitude, things. like yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like we that's kind of what I'm doing. We, we did a 12-day cleanse. Yeah, exactly. And there's that's nothing it. wrong with that. No, not at all. It's it's healthy. It's healthy for the mind, the body, the spirit, everything, man. Like yeah. everything about it is just great. And I'm ready to go, man. Let's let's get this shit let's rock. cracking. <laughs> no cat. Well, shit. Let me do my thing then. Let's do this. All right. Tonight, episode 58 of P and I is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for PrizePix today using the promo code ICONIC will receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy made easy. 
Also, you know this already. Check us out on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to subscribe to our show there. Keep up with all of our show news where you would have seen we were off of this show for a week and change. Okay? So you need to stay up to date with us. All right? And tonight, we promised you our Super Bowl reactions. You're going to get them. Okay? And then we have some early NFL offseason headlines to talk about. And then as promised, Thursday, come Thursday, our next show, Thursday, 8 p.m., you will be hearing all sports. Okay? We're getting back. Uh, it was a long football season. Love it. Already miss it. So we get one more all football show for the foreseeable future. That's tonight. All right? You guys ready? You know it. I'm fucking born ready, bro. <clears throat> I'm ready. Philly Phil, hit that shit. Let's go. Pause. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna miss this song, guys. I'm really gonna miss this song. I know, I know, it sucks. I can't believe it, though. Uh, me and Mike were just bullshitting that we started, <clears throat> excuse me, doing two episodes in August, like when fantasy season started. It's hard to believe that it's February and it's like, it's already all that football all football talk's gone. Bro, you got the February tan and you're fresh <clears throat> up out of sand. I'm the boy, but I'm still the man. I love it. I love it, dude. <laughs> I can't get over that. You had a goatee and went to Jamaica. That's fucking legendary, man. I just, I don't give a fuck. It's just fucking good energy, and I'm ready to provide it, dude. I told you, it's going to be reciprocated. <laughs> like, so what's your thoughts on the Super Bowl overall? Like, let's let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's I, talk about it. I thought it was a great Super Bowl, to be honest. I loved it. Really? Um, I thought that both teams play hard. I mean, Joe Burrow got knocked on his ass all day. Um... Uh, Matt Stafford, you know, coming from behind, pause. He was, you know, he he came back like <laughs> like he did all all playoffs and showed a lot of resilience. Um, for me, with with the Rams, I was just impressed. I mean, Odell Odell Beckham goes down, and it's like the life gets sucked out of the Rams mm -hmm. in terms of like like the momentum shift and feeling yeah. it. It's like it's like dampering. It's like fuck. Then um, you know, uh, Stafford hung in there. The defense played great. Little weird though. Jalen Ramsey kind of got eaten up a little bit these playoffs he did mm -hmm. quietly yeah but he did get he he was he was kind of getting eaten up and yeah. i know like the t higgins one was that was that was a little bit of pass interference but nonetheless he got beat mike evans beat him mm -hmm. so I, I that was that was my thought on him but i mean if you were to say that uh Jalen ramsey was going to get eaten up a little bit i think he gave up like 160 160 passing yards in the yeah Super he Bowl. did yep so it's like you see that if somebody would have said that i would probably would have said even more that i thought the bengals would have taken it but their defensive line at the end of the game just took over totally. They were getting to Joe Burrow in a second. And uh, I was really happy for Matt Stafford. I am really happy for Matt Stafford. Shout out to LJ, Blackwood boy, uh, winning the Super Bowl. And that's just where I'm at with him, man. I was really impressed by the Rams' performance overall. And I thought, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. The Bengals belonged. And, you know, they were a couple plays short. But, I mean, like, that's just, that's just where I am with it. So... Totally agree. For me, I thought the game was pretty – it was a good game. It was just kind of boring. Like, I didn't see, like, many big plays happening outside of Jamar Chase's, uh, I think, in the first or second quarter or something like that. Um, but other than that, it was very uh, – very uh, – it was a weird game. Like, for me, it was just like there was no big explosive plays at all, pretty much. So, for me, it was just kind of overall boring. Like – I thought the game went quick. Uh, I feel like the clock was moving yeah. extremely fast. I don't know what it was. There wasn't a lot of penalties, but it's yeah. weird. Like I feel like the penalties that were called were dumb. Well, in the last two minutes of yeah. the fourth quarter, I totally agree with that. I thought that we were tic-tac-y. I thought, you know, they could have been, you know, no calls there. And I think, I think the Bengals got hosed a little bit. I do. Um, I didn't see much on the linebacker guarding Cooper Cup, which is a mismatch, but... I guess, you know, when there's any sort of bullshit, weird kind of collision or if, if it's a bang-bang play, the ref is probably thinking, well, that linebacker can't keep up with Cooper Cup, so I'm just going to throw the flag because I think he interfered. Maybe that could have been, uh, you know, that could have played a factor into the decision of throwing the flag. I don't know. But um, you should yeah. be allowed to challenge that. 
Yeah, yeah. You should be able, like, because even, like, even that even goes with the, the uh, T. Higgins touchdowns, too. Like, mm-hmm. you should be, the Rams should have been able to challenge offensive pass interference there. Yes. The absolutely. same way. Okay, why not, why not be able to challenge all penalties, honestly? Yeah, you should be why able not? to challenge it. Because it happened to the Saints and the Rams a few years ago. The T. Higgins won. The Cooper Cup won. Like, not for nothing, but that wasn't pass interference on Cooper Cup. Right. At all. Yeah. And I, I think what, like, the, to me, the game was much closer than it was. Like, I think for, based on my perspective of the game, the Bengals, they held their own against the run. Uh, I don't know why Sean McVay was running into the, a brick wall. 40 yards. Like, it was, like, almost like it was pretty it was it was just it was just so easy to just like to determine like okay first down the rams are going to run and they're going to get no yards or one yard and then they're going to be behind the sticks at second and nine which that's where the bengals wanted to be especially with odell beckham out like three, three, you know three quarters or so or a half um or majority of the game that is you know they played their game plan perfect it's just like their lot their offensive line just could not hold Run out of juice yeah, like the Rams' defense was just too too much for for Burrow, for for their offensive line, which which everybody saw that coming. I mean, their line stunk all year. He's been getting crushed all year. How many sacks did they finish with? Seven. Okay. I think it was seven. Uh, yeah, it was seven. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so like seven sacks. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, and I heard like you know, okay, you know, he got sacked like nine times against Tennessee, blah blah blah, and still won. But yeah, but they're not playing a better offense than the Rams. Like the Rams are better than the Titans, and that to me that was the game. Like they controlled the line of scrimmage. Uh, the Bengals did the same as far as the run. You know, like I you know I uh, alluded to, um, Stafford played well. Burrow played decent. Like. You know, it's just, for me, I thought it was an overall boring Super Bowl. But, I don't know, maybe I'm just spoiled from, you know, all the the rest of the playoff games this year. They were just fantastic. Like, all the championship games, divisional rounds, they were all crazy games. So, to, you know, the Super Bowl, for me, took a step back. But, what do you... We, yeah, you know, you, know, you know what, Nick? You know what I actually won't disagree with you there. I felt like the word is... It was anticlimactic. Yeah. It, it was like... I, I enjoyed the game. Like, it was a good game, but when you compare it to all the other playoff moments that we've seen this year, and the season in general, it was a season of chaos. This was anticlimactic. And actually, if you would have asked me, I mean, with the way the game turned out and whatever, I thought this game was for sure ending on the final play of the game or it was going to overtime. And I'm actually going to throw something at you guys in a second. But... Um, I think overall, the quality from both sides, it was, it was average. Neither of these teams played a particularly great game. Um, I think the coaching was subpar and, um, one other observation, by the way, this is the last, this is probably the last time we heard Collinsworth and Al, Al Michaels together. Damn. Um, so sure. that's that's something else too. Yeah, I but, didn't think of that. I'm gonna miss um, that ultimate slide though in the beginning, where he slides. Yeah, into they the made him slide oh, twice. I love, I love it, dude. He's fucking. You sliding. knew you knew that's why he did the double slide right there because yeah. it's it was over. Al Michaels is probably going somewhere else. I hope it's Monday Night Football. They need some saving. Um, yes, but um, you know, overall, um, the game was all right. I, I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. I'm happy for Aaron Donald. I'm happy for Von Miller again because he's a respectable guy. I love Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. so I'm happy for him. But overall, um, so here's where I'm going to throw, you know, the other angle to you guys because I've had a week to sit on this. Pause. And- <laughs> <laughs> that was dead on. Yo. I I still I can't get by the fact. I mean, yeah, the penalties were kind of ridiculous. Um, they could have they changed the game on both ends, so it kind of like leveled out, thankfully. But agreed. The part where I can't like I just keep coming back to this. I think the Bengals should have won this game, um, and here's why. Okay, let me pose this to you: How the fuck is Joe Mixon not in there on third and fourth down, short yardage? We watched, Did anybody notice this? Why is it yeah. not getting talked about? Me and Nick and uh, Tom were watching the game, and E were watching the game, and we all said that at and the Phil. same. 
And Phil, I forgot oh, Phil was there. My bad. Over my, here. bad. I need my bad. My bad. From Jamaica and he was energy. No, he happens. was getting food. In, <laughs> he was getting food in the kitchen when this happened. Uh, Why isn't it getting talked about at all? Yeah, the third like, stringer. I love you. I, I'm just <laughs> baffled, like how Samaj P Ryan at multiple points in this game could be there on crucial downs. And by the way, by the way, watch that replay again of the final play of the game where it looked like Joe Burrow was going to get murdered. Somehow, some way, that guy. Got rid of the football, despite Aaron Donald crucifying him. And that ball was catchable. I know. It almost was a Samaj completion. P. Ryan didn't even make an effort. <laughs> they drove all the way past midfield effortlessly. And I'm thinking instantly, I'm thinking, they're going to score. They're going to score on this drive. That's all I'm thinking. It, it, it erases everything else that happened before. They're going to do it again. And that's what you give me? You give me Samaj P. Ryan on third and one, fourth and one? That's great. Joe Mix is getting that first down on third, on third and one. It's a great point. He's getting it. Yeah, he's he, getting that first down. I guarantee it. I, no, he's getting that first down. I'm with you, bro. And you know what else? What I thought too is remember when uh, Joe Burrow got hit in his knee yeah. and it twisted Oof. a little bit. I think maybe that that was also that that was the Rams' advantage right there on the third third and fourth down short yardage because yeah. usually you could do a quarterback sneak but i don't think he was capable of doing that he was hurt for sure yeah, yeah he got hurt how yeah. like how the hell did he escape that and get the throw off is beyond me that's not getting talked about enough because aaron donald had him dead to rights and somehow he he got a catchable throw off there um so I'm not just saying this because I picked the Bengals to win. My analysis, I told you guys, the Rams have every advantage possible. Um, and it came down to that at the end, too. It seemed like the Rams took over the game. So it's unsurprising. And, and by the way, this is no shade towards the Rams at all. Um, they had a phenomenal drive there at the end. It is one of the better drives that you'll ever see. Agreed. Uh, despite the the penalty there, it is. it was a really impressive drive. Mm -hmm. And it helped Matthew Stafford redeem himself when... He also, I mean, the narrative shifted immediately after that drive because the two interceptions, um, they were ugly. You know, he almost he almost threw the game away. Well, the first one, so, I'm not like the first one didn't bother me. The second one, when he threw the second interception, yeah. I'm like, oh man, it's over. I actually, I, exactly. I genuinely thought it was over because like at that point, like everything was just going the Bengals' way. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's where I give Matthew Stafford so much credit because like those are things that he comes back from. Like. Like, for me, it's just you – if you're going to hold it against them, and that's what the reason they lost the game, you have – he did still win the game. He led that drive. Now, I know it went to Cooper Cup. I know he Cooper did. Cup was the MVP. But you could have made a strong case that Matthew Stafford should have been the MVP too. Nah, that's cap. No, it isn't. No that's, way. That's, that's cap. He led I that drive. Said, I would have said Cup or Donald. I would have said Donald. Or yeah, Cup. Yeah, I mean – I'm not mad about Donald Cooper at Cup the winning. end changed no, the entire no, I'm game. Not mad about, I'm not mad about it either. I'm just saying, like – I just Matthew Stafford played a hell of a game. He yeah. he played well. Yeah. Like the the and the 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 second interception was tipped. It was a bad throw, but the wide receiver still got his hands on it. I mean, you could also make a case for him too with Odell going down. Like that, yeah, you could definitely make a case. But like I I I'm not mad about the MVP. No no no, I'm not at all. I'm not like, at all. I, I think when it came down to it, at the end of the game, like I didn't think okay, Matthew Stafford's going to be the MVP. Like as soon as Cooper Cup caught that second touchdown and that game yes. touchdown that's when i was like cooper cup's gonna win it like i knew right there he was gonna win it yeah. unless aaron donald made a crazy defensive play in the last drive you know but i mean he he did he made his plays in the end but like stats matter you know what i mean like if, sure. he, if he had if he had like four sacks in the game he might have gotten it but yo if that last play of the game was a strip sack or just a sack he might have won exactly it was it was that close yeah here's um, the only reason i disagree on that the last drive of the game Cooper Cup took over. Yeah. Every single ball went to him. It was insane, bro. And we were joking right before that because you're saying, like, why doesn't Cooper Cup have one target or one catch? Well, no, he didn't have any catches in the second half, right? To the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, they're doing a really good job of him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they weren't you just throwing it name. to him either, though. Right, exactly. But I think because Bengals are playing a really good defense, they figured, okay, we could bracket Cooper Cup. We'll double him. He ain't doing shit against us. Yeah. Odell's out. We'll take our chances with Van Jefferson and who else is left. Yep. You know what I mean? So I think that that played a factor. But then I think, you know, we got to give credit to McVeigh. Like, he found ways to get him open. Coaching. That's that's yeah. coaching. He made adjustments. Okay, you're going to double him. Okay, let's let's put him in motion and let's get him in the slot and let's let him let him do damage. And that's exactly what he did. 
perfect. And he redeemed himself too because up to that point, I thought he had a bad game. I, Me too. He was I, getting I out. Honestly, coached. thought he had a bad playoffs up to that point. Who? Really? I thought McVay had bad playoffs all the way up until that last drive. I don't know. I that think was, he. I think he coached really well was, against the Bucks. Like I thought that was a really good good game plan, and even against Arizona, like I thought, like he. he I dismiss Arizona. We're gonna be talking about almost, that in a little bit, but there's some poop. They almost whatever, blew dude. that Bucks game. So, and that that definitely fell on coaching. A big a big part of that second half was coaching. So. I mean, I'm just calling it how I see it. I'm happy for him, too. Yeah, I like me him. too. I mean, I like him. I, I, he's a likable guy, you know? Yeah, congrats um, to the Rams, man. I mean, look, I, I told you guys, they reminded me of last year's Bucks. They they finally got over the hump of beating, um, you know, they beat they beat Brady. They beat the man. And then they finally got over the hump Niners. of beating the Niners. And then that right there, that was when I was like, okay, once they beat Brady, I was like, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Because to be the man, you got to beat the man. And they beat the man in his own house. Then they played the Niners next week, and I was like, I knew they were going to win that game. Like, I just, yeah. it just felt right. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like, okay, you knock out Brady, that's, you're going, you're pretty much going to the Super Bowl. Like, he's l almost a lock to go to the bowl. Like, it's crazy to say that, but if you look at his resume, he'll speak for itself. <coughs> yeah. And they deserve <laughs> credit. They deserve a ton Super of credit. Bowls, bro, out of like 20 tries. That's 50% of his playoff appearances. What do you mean you're choking over there? <laughs> he's 50 percent. that's fucking to me that's fucking almost a mortar lock so you could choke over there you early. might be choking on some cock over there i don't know what's going on but it ain't, uh, it ain't brady choking bro yeah i told you i'm bringing energy bro energy is going to be reciprocated on this fucking podcast moving forward my man got a goatee and went to jamaica i'm inspired i'm fucking motivated i'm focused i'm here man i, I told you guys i'm fucking here Nick Theories is here. Mr. Did, Theories is here. You did a 12-day cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, I love you. Oh, yeah, but credit, credit to the Rams. Nick, uh, I'm right there with you with that. I mean, they did the job. Mm -hmm. They got it done. Um, and you know what, though? I have to also say, I thought credit needs to be given to the quarterbacks for even finishing out the game. I thought that, I thought that Joe Burrow tore his ACL. Facts. Personally, I and I thought so Matthew Stafford, I thought either uh, had like the worst possible ankle sprain, possible fracture, or a torn Achilles. Everything, and you know, everything, all the above. They both, I can't believe they were walking. Like that's a gutsy performance from both of them. So, um, but they've always done that. So I'm not mm -hmm. surprised. It, it was just, it was impressive. And the Rams, you know, for what it's worth, they, they've been balls to the wall, right? Fuck them picks. And it, the theory finally worked out in their favor. Now, guys, we have to talk about their upcoming futures, okay? So I'm going to throw in some facts or cap. Because everybody this. missed facts or cap. Love this segment. All right. So, <laughs> cold. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. All right. Yes. We're going to start with the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals will be back in the Super Bowl next year. Facts or cap? That's cap. The AFC, they still have the Bills. They ain't going nowhere. Chiefs ain't going nowhere. And there's going to be somebody else that's going to go in free agency, grab a couple players, and change their whole roster. And who knows? Somebody in the AFC could be the Rams next year. You don't know that. So for me, the competition is just so fierce. And I, I just, I, I don't see the Bengals going back. Like, I just don't, like when I watched that Super Bowl, to me, like I wasn't watching the best team in the AFC. Point fucking blank. Like for me, that, that's my like opinion. Like I wasn't watching the best team in the AFC, but they earned the right to be in the Super Bowl. They, they beat everybody they faced. Congrats to them. They were an awesome story. But for me, like, I just don't think they're the best team in the AFC. So I'm going cat. Uh, I'm going to say cap. However, um, we're going to be talking about this uh, in a minute. But the I, to me, the Bills are ready to take the next step. But I think don't sleep on the Bengals. Like, I, they did deserve to be there. Well, they have a lot of cap uh, space. Too. They have 60, 58 million in cap space. And they have they have their first round pick. They're going to rebuild that offensive line. That's really what. And they may, if they grab another corner to go opposite of Eli Apple, who played all right. Mm -hmm. He played all right. He didn't play. I mean, take it for what it's worth. He's not a star, but he didn't play like a scrub. 
after bouncing around the league for a few years. No, he's he's formidable. He's a, he's a yeah. number two corner. He's a, yeah. he's a starting corner. number two corner. They have more than enough. Nothing wrong with that. They have more than enough cap space and stuff like that to to get them going. And I mean, and they made. Here's the thing, Joe Burrow just he just like he put the rebuild in a rocket ship. They have an awesome wide receiving core, an awesome running back, an awesome quarter, quarterback, and he was able to make the Super Bowl with a makeshift offensive line. So it's like I, I, I like I think they're going to be they're, I think they're going to be even better next year to be honest. So, but I'm still saying cap. I'm not going to say they're, that they're definitely going back to the Super Bowl next year. But it is facts that they're I, they're among the three best teams in the AFC. Yeah, I, I mean I can't disagree with that. Oh, I, I I can't disagree with that. I mean like. Their cap space is what like leads me to believe that okay, like they're going to be a force next year still. But to go back to the Super Bowl, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. That's to hard. go back that's to hard. back is fucking hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just hard. So because a lot of teams are going to be gunning pause. for you too. Yeah, yeah. Pause. <laughs> like a lot of teams are going to be gunning for you too. You know what I mean? I like love, you got I'm, a target on your back, and it's yeah, like for, sure. for me, like they're, you're going to get everybody's best. So yeah, I, I'm gonna I, I, like I said, cat for me. Yep. Same. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. I'm going cap too. And Mike uh, kind of referenced my next question was going to be, what do the Bengals have to do in the offseason? Mike, absolute over overhaul of the offensive line. Um, and if they do that and add a couple defensive pieces, they have a real shot at getting back. They have a pathway to get there. Um, they did fast track the future. I still don't think they're top three, though. I can't agree with you there, but they can be. They, they, they have to have a good offseason. It starts with the offensive line, though. Joe Burrow cannot get hit like that. He will miss time if he keeps getting hit like that. You have to protect your future. You have to protect the guy that you mortgage everything on. They it's over. St- if they- he gets hurt again, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, they should have uh, Carson Wentz. They uh they showed a stat that was like he was very similar to the amount of hits that he took with Andrew Luck. I actually think he was over. I think it was like 102 to 70 in their first two years or something like that. And Andrew Luck's out of the league in five years or six years. So they need to get that offensive line rebuilt this summer. So who would you say is the, the three best teams? Like I I, I feel like I would say the, the Colts are a quarterback away. Like a legitimate quarterback. I'm not talking about this dark horse shit. Oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's end yeah. he, he's being, he, We're yeah, going to talk uh, about that in a minute. We'll an talk elite about quarterback. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about elite quarterbacks. So, like, for me, it's just like, I, I the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, Titans. Nah. They're a legit quarterback nah, away. Yeah. I mean, but they were the number, they were the one seed with injuries, too. Yeah. They just got hot, though. The Bengals just got hot. That's totally different. But the Bengals just got hot. They were 10 and 7. At least the Titans were the number one seed. They just ran into a buzzsaw with, you know, it's like they were like the Giants, like from years end. They just didn't finish it. You know what I mean? Like they were just, they just got hot at the right time. They started beating the right teams. And for me, it's like, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's tough, dude. Like who is the top three teams in the AFC right now? You know, we don't know. I can promise you, I can promise you right now, everyone and their mother is going to sleep on the Ravens. The Ravens. Have had oh, a top three roster for the last three years. They got totally oh, killed with injuries. I'm sound asleep. They're going to be Ravens. back. Yeah, me too. I'm sound asleep. They're going to be back. Yeah, me too. Melatonin on those motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I am too because like like I I don't believe in Lamar Jackson passing ability in the playoffs when it matters most. Like I I've been an advocate of saying that. I've been on record saying this. I I just don't believe he is capable of making the throws when it matters most, and that's just where I sit with him. Hey, you you know who gave him a blessing, Nick? Your boy, the <laughs> yeah. goat, gave him a blessing. He did. Don't he, forget. He did, but he, he's just playing. I mean, he he's didn't have to friendly. say that. He didn't have to say it. He didn't have to say it. I think, I think he friendly. was concussed. No, he wasn't concussed. He's just <laughs> retired. He's retired and saying, All hey, right. man, you want to win? Go ahead. I'm out of the league. All so right, you well, look. Chance. <laughs> look, to answer your, your the rest of your question, though, um, let's think about this for a second. The Chargers, they already have Justin Herbert in place. The offense is in place. A few defensive improvements, they're right there. Um, I I hate to say this, and I'm not going to say why, but there's a mystery team that I think will get a quarterback. I said this already, so I'll save it for later. But there's a mystery team that's going to get this quarterback, and they're going to be there and take the league by storm. But we'll save that for later, okay? Um, 
But yeah, the, the Colts, Nick, that was a great reference. The Colts are right there. They are, man. We don't know what they're going to do. We'll I save that for later. That. Table bro, that. I don't okay. think they're a quarterback away. Bro, they're legit, bro. They are. but They're, they're legit. They're good, but they're not a quarterback away. That that that's cap. They're a quarterback away. They're not. Bro. I think they're a quarterback bro. away. And I, and bro, they're a bottom I five think wide receiver Wentz... group. Real talk. Uh, they're a bottom five wide receiver group. Dead ass. Michael Pittman is a strong there. wide receiver two. Michael Pittman is not a wide receiver one. According to who? According to anybody that watches and knows what a wide receiver one is. But he also didn't have a top a top notch quarterback either. Like for me, yeah, it's I'm, like, not, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go there. Oh, we're getting there. We'll we'll get there. We'll save it. I'll body you in 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that I don't agree that the receiving group is is bottom five. Oh, they're garbage. I don't agree. Um, but that's okay. We can save that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Let's move on, guys. Let's move on. The Rams, the other side. The Rams will be back in the Super Bowl again next year. Facts or cap? I'm actually going to roll facts. I think they're going to bring the whole band back. And I think they're getting Robert Woods back. I think OBJ is going to re-sign. Aaron Donald's coming back. And I, I, I think they're going to be better. I really do. I'm saying facts. Because I think they're a really strong fucking team. And I think they, they overcame a lot of hurdles this year. They won in a lot of different ways. And, I, I mean, this is going to be Matt Stafford's first year defending a title, coming off of a big successful season. He's got confidence behind them finally. He's got confidence in the organization. They're, they're getting off uh, the back. They'll have Sony Michelle and uh, or Daryl Henderson, and they'll have Cam Akers, who's going to be electric in that offense. We've already seen. They're going to need a left glimpses. tackle. Yeah, but I mean, oh yeah, my, I'm, I I would actually say facts on that for real. I really do. Because and also because we're going to be talking about Rodgers, but you guys know how I feel about him. Tom Brady already retired, so I think it's there for him. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude, this is this is a tough question because like. Their whole band is back, but we heard that last year with the Bucks. Their whole band is back. Everybody picked them to go to the Super Bowl. What happened? They didn't make it. Injuries happen. Shit happens. Season if progresses. They, if they stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's never happened. That's not, that's that's rare. You know well, I, mean? I just like, watched injuries happen to Matt Stafford's number two and number three, and he was all right. Right. Okay. So that gives me the confidence to say that they can overcome that. Fair enough. I'm gonna say cat because like. There's so much that goes on in the season that it has to literally like to win a Super Bowl. It, it, there is some luck factor, of course, dude. with injuries. Yeah. You know your opponent that you play that week. Who, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many variables that like it is so hard to get to a Super Bowl as it is. So to say somebody's gonna go back to back is just like almost like it's almost an anomaly in in the NFL. Like if you look at the history, I mean, only a handful of teams have actually went back to back. I think the last team was the uh the Patriots. That was the last team that went back to back. So that was what, twenty years ago? So I'm going I'm I'm going cap. I'm going with history on this one. Yeah, and you know Three what? Points, like great. Nick, I'm gonna have to side with you here. I'm saying cap and really it's just by gut feel. Everything yeah. Mike said is correct. Like they I know. If you ask me right now, they are going to be the favorite to get back. They have the best team in the NFC, which is wide open right now. Um, so I, it's just a gut feel. I don't think that this team's going to repeat because it doesn't happen often. And I think you're going to see a few other teams make some substantial improvements. And um, I, But I will say they are definitely the favorite to get back. So really, it's just gut feel. I can't. I, I'm right know. with you, dude, because everything Paul said was like legit. So Paul's I'm like, right. Like, yeah, I'm, he's you know, totally right. Because like Aaron right. Rodgers' features is, is is cloudy. Brady's gone. <laughs> I mean, who else is really like fucking with the Rams, really? But there's gonna be that dark horse team that sneaks up on people, like we, like we saw this year with the Bengals. There's always that team that just knocks somebody yeah. out. And and if you thought this season was full of chaos, I think this off season's gonna match it. So. There's going to be a lot of player movement, yeah. quarterback movement. Like, so until further ado, the Rams are the favorite, but that could change with one move. That could change with one big move. I'm not going to say anything, okay? What do the Rams got to do in the offseason, though? Just quick preview here. What do they got to do? Get a safety. Bring the band back. What else? They need like safety. Anything in particular? Safety, left tackle. Safety, left tackle. Um, 
pretty much that's it. I don't know. Do you think Robert Woods is coming back? You think they're going to keep him? Yes. Like, my thing is, okay, so you have Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and you have OBJ. Like, how the fuck do they have this cap space to sign OBJ and a left tackle? Like, for me, like, I think they're going to prioritize the left tackle over over a wide receiver. So I so I agree there. However, my thing is with OBJ, I think OBJ got, a, got his first taste of winning, and he didn't finish that game. So there's some unfinished business for him. And I think being with the Giants and the Browns for his entire career, he's been around some chaos and some dysfunction. He went to a stable organization, good head coach, players coach. They embraced him. They let him be him. So to me, like, I just feel like he that's what he wants to do now. He's That's where he's at in, in this stage of his career. And I just feel like, like you just see, like, nobody had a bad word to say about him on the Rams. Now, winning does solve they everything. They love them. Winning does solve everything, as you can see. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, they just, they're a team. And, you know, you got Aaron Donald saying, oh, I'm coming back if OBJ's here, too. So I don't, I don't think they're going to let him go at all. And I think you know he what has else, enough money where he can just, like, he doesn't need to be a max guy anymore. He doesn't need that. And I think where he's at in his injury history, if he can just get a little bit of a guarantee, he'll st- who, do, who doesn't want to yeah, live in California? I think he's he's in his career now where he should try to look for a big payday. He, he won the Super Bowl. He revived his career. Like, I think he's he's trying to get that bag. I just don't, and know I don't if blame he can, though, with his injury history. Because now, what? Actually, does anybody even know what he did to his knee? It was an ACL. Yes, yeah, torn tore ACL. I, I didn't even read it because I went away. But so what's that? Like nine months of rehab? Yeah, and it was the same knee. Was it the same knee? I think it was. The it was his left knee, right? Yeah. All right. So either way, but yeah. So he tore his ACL. So that means he'll be back around Thanksgiving. So yeah, I'll just I'll just go right ahead and tell you right now. I will guarantee you, OBJ is going to get a one year deal with some incentives attached. And it's going to be team-friendly, but in some ways, it's going to benefit him, too. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, I'll bet you this, they're going to have the Super Bowl restructures. Let's just put it that way. Because if there's one question mark for me, it's not Aaron Donald. I think he's going to come back. The question mark is going to be, will Von Miller return? No. Um, and I think there's a real chance they do lose Von Miller. Yeah. I think he could be going back to Denver, too, I think for he's the going record. back to Denver, Mike. But that's, but that's besides the point. I think you're going to see a lot of guys restructure, and I think Robert Woods is an obvious candidate himself. Um, they certainly would love to have him back, and uh, they're going to get Whitworth's money off the books. So they'll be restructuring. They're going to do what the Bucks just did last year, what the Eagles did after 2017. They're going to go around, and they're going to guarantee the money, and it's going to open up cap space uh, just through guaranteeing bonuses and stuff, um, maybe even extending some contracts. We'll see, but like that's that's what's going to happen. They're going to try to bring the whole band back. We already know this, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see though what happens with Von Miller. Keep an eye on that. Um, Good point. I think we're ready to great point. to move on though. We got we got to talk about greatness. Where do these guys stand in terms of greatness? And we got three of them. I don't think two of them are going to take as much time as the third one. So I'll start with the first. Okay. Aaron Donald, you saw what he did. You saw what he's done. You see his resume. Aaron Donald is the greatest defensive player of all time. Facts or cap? As of right now, it's cap. But if he comes back and plays another year or two, and he keeps adding to his resume, gets another Super Bowl or two, then you could start. You could start talking that. But as of right now, I would say cap. I'm cap too. I think there's a lot of defensive players like Lawrence Taylor. I mean, he's he's a he's a favorite, of, you know, in in, in uh, NFL history. Uh, regardless of who you're a fan of, I mean, I think every fan base respects Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, yeah, like straight sure. up. Even Eagles fans, Dallas fans, like LT was that guy. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just like I'm gonna say Cap. But like you said, if he adds another Super Bowl, a Defensive Player of the Year award to his to his resume and builds some steam towards retirement, he could he he, he could ha- he could have that uh, a strong talk. case. Yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah, I'm going cap too, and I think really it's just about accolades at this point. Um, if he gets one more ring, it's interesting. I'm not going to say it. I'm probably always going to say it's Lawrence Taylor because he could do everything, okay? There's a dimension to Aaron Donald that he can't do everything. He can't go in coverage um, like Lawrence Taylor could. Lawrence Taylor could do everything, plain and simple. He could line up on the line of scrimmage. He could line up in coverage. Uh, he could... 
He could outrun anybody. He could span the length of the field. That's just something that a defensive tackle can't do. It's not his fault. You know, that's, that's no shade at all. No. But accolades would make it interesting. If he gets some more accolades, he's going to have a case. So, for now, he's close, but he's not there for me. Um, next up, guys, Von Miller. Interesting case here. Von Miller is a Hall of Famer, facts or cap. That's facts. Super Bowl MVP, and he's the active leader among sacks, amongst defensive players. So, I mean, maybe you could debate if he's going to be a, a, a first ballot, but he's de- I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. He's got two Super Bowl rings now. And a Super Bowl MVP. So Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to say facts. Um, he has a Super Bowl MVP, won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, with Peyton. And then, you know, even joined the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I get it. They had a great team and stuff, and he joined them and stuff. But, like, he had an impact on that team. Like, for hell yeah. For me, like, he had an impact throughout the season when he joined. I know he started off slow, but towards the end of the season, he started to get hot. Like, they, they had some boys up front, like, Von Miller, dogs. Aaron Donald, yeah, and uh, Leonard Floyd. I mean, like, they had dogs on that on that front line. So he definitely helped Donald get free a little bit too, you know what I mean? Because, like, if they double him, Von Miller is one-on-one, he's going to crush him. You know what I mean? It's Von Miller, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, didn't, he didn't look like he lost a step when he was playing towards the end of the season. So for me, it's, he, his, his impact is what, is what mattered most, his leadership, um, teammates love him his impact off the field as well uh so for me it's just, it's just a it's fact i'm saying facts too guys i mean just the span of dominance i'm looking at it right now easily eight you could argue nine years of prime um i think he's going to get back to double sacks next year and I mean, just, yeah, length of dominance. He's got the two rings. And I, I, I'm pretty sure all time he's in the top 10. I'm trying to find this right now. I think he's all, all time top 10. I love that length of dominance. Right? I mean, he's he's just had, he's had two primes, essentially. Yeah, that's exactly. And a defensive lineman. Right. And one who changed the game, by the way, mind you. This is a guy who... Frequently lined up in the line bo- uh, linebacker slot. He was kind of like a hybrid guy. He's a he uh, he kind of I don't want to say revolutionized things, but he was he was a game changer as a hybrid kind of player. Uh, multiple different schemes he could play in. So it's facts. I don't need to go further into it. This is the interesting one though. Matthew Stafford. All right, Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer. Facts or cap. And you saw Richard Sherman's answer. Yeah, well, that's because Richard Sherman's a dickbag. But, uh, yeah. some points. I believe he is. He did have some strong points. I'll give him that. But, come on, Matthew Stafford is a winner. And I know that everybody's saying that his record's under under um, under 500. He was 74-90 coming into the year. Now he's 86-95. and After this year, he's going to be an above 500 quarterback. So, now, I'm not saying that he is, like, a superstar quarterback that's going to change a franchise we know that he did not change the lions but not for nothing phil rivers never won a super bowl and everybody's talking like he's a first ballot hall of famer well i fuck with p Riz. no no i know that but Success, he never uh, won a super playoffs bowl. getting to the playoffs and he never won shit and he's not he's not he <laughs> donovan mcnab is a hall of famer before philip rivers and we could do that any day of the week Hell i think no. he is too. absolutely absolutely but anyway matthew stafford went to one year of competence and won a Super Bowl. Now he's gonna now next year he's gonna have his chance to follow up and see what he does, which I've already stated previously that I believe he's gonna he's gonna be in that same the same exact breath that he is this year, next year. I don't know if he's gonna win it, we'll see. But I, I do think that he's gonna be a, a Hall of Famer. And like I said, the credentials to get into the Hall of Fame now aren't as as I feel like as hard as they were back in a little bit earlier, back in like the early two thousands. So if his career ended right now, he's a Hall of Famer. Right now. We're talking about right now. If his career ended right now, is he a Hall of Famer? I'm saying cap. For me, it's cap. I mean, like, if you're going to put him in the Hall of Fame, look, I I get it. He won a ring. I'm happy as hell for him. He deserved it. He's a great – he's a good player. But was he ever the best quarterback in the league during his time? No. Was he considered top five? No. So, for me, it's like you got to be that guy. Like, when we talk about Hall of Fame, 
I'm talking about guys that you look, you watch on TV, and you're like, holy fuck. This guy jumps off my screen, his rocket arm, he wins, he makes good decisions, he's a baller. Like, Matthew Stafford, he has good intangibles as a quarterback, but, like, I just, he was never the best quarterback in the league when he played. I get the stats and all that, cool. He put up great stats, but my thing is, you look at Matt Ryan's stats, they're pretty much identical. Are you going to put are you going to put Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame? Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer to you? Matt Ryan never won the bowl though. But if he did, what happens? If he beats Brady in the bowl, is he a Hall of Famer? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. For sure. I mean, Matt's that Again, bro, this is what I'm saying. I'm just using this as a reference, bro. You have people that like think that Philip Rivers is like that guy. What the fuck did he ever do? Bro. He never did anything, bro. That's because you have amnesia. Bro. No, I don't. Philip Rivers is a, is <laughs> a fuck. fucking amnesia. Philip Rivers is nothing more than a Tony fucking Romo. Because you watched Philip Rivers when we were young. So it's it just goes out of your head. You don't really get to see. Because you see football year in, year out. He hasn't played in a little while. He What? You saw him on the Colts and he, he took the Colts to the playoffs. I didn't see Carson Wentz take him to the playoffs. But old ass Rivers did. Oh, my God. That's facts. Anyway. But yeah. Oh, how'd that pan out? Did he, did he win a game? The playoff game there? He got there. I didn't ask that. I asked did. I acknowledge that he got there. Did he uh, win a game? Yeah. He, I appreciate he did, it. He, did, he didn't win. That's fine. But he didn't choke against the Jags when it, when it mattered most. It happens. Against a 2 and 14 team. Oh, uh, but, but he did. I digress on behalf of his association. He, he choked all those other playoff years, though, with <laughs> Antonio Gates and LTs and Keenan Allens and but all that. Bro. Yeah, not Paris Campbell's. But. It's fine. I don't care what you say. Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer to me. I, lo- I enjoyed watching him play. I thought he was a baller. I thought he was great. Honestly. Anyway, that's beside the point. My thing is Matthew Stafford. He was never the best quarterback in the league. Like, I just don't think like he would, he jumped off my screen. Like he had Calvin Johnson. Why didn't he win with Calvin Johnson? Okay. If you're that guy, if you're a hall of fame fucking player, it don't matter what you do. You walk into organizations, you fucking run the building and you get that team ready to play. I do agree. They should should play behind you. The fact that he, he lost for 10 years without building that franchise. If you're that guy, then what the fuck were you doing in 10 years? What were you doing? Did you did you build that team up? Did you make them any better? Like I, to me, like it just didn't matter. Here's the thing: I'm giving Phil, Matthew Stafford the benefit of the doubt, bro. He was on the line, and I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know. But do you think that it would have been any different with like Rivers on the Lions? Okay, fuck that. I understand what you're saying. He was with the Lions, but he signed the contract extension to stay with the Lions. I'm with you. I'm so with that's you, bro. His fucking, I know. That's his fucking fault. If he, if he believed he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league and he wanted to go to a competitive team, fuck loyalty, bro. Okay, like Detroit loves you, cool. But do you? how much do you love to win? If you know Detroit doesn't give you the best opportunity to win, then get the fuck out of here. Don't sign the extension and go somewhere else and show everybody that you are that Hall of Fame player that you believe you are. He made three He never games. did that. He made three Until later games. in his career when it's like, what? Like fucking 10, 11 years into his like career? Like, bro, like for me, like he could have just showed that earlier in his career. And I just think that for me, it was just like too late. But we're talking about right now. If he fucks around you. and wins next year, back-to-back Super Bowls, then you got to put him in the Hall of Fame. Like for me, like that would be like, okay, He's, he's, he's showing. But one year, I'm not going to give somebody a one-year run to be an all-max Super Bowl. I mean, a Hall of Fame uh, player. For me. I got you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and these, I these are Stafford. strong arguments. And I strong, like Stafford, guys. Like, I, I took a backseat because I was listening, okay? Strong Energy. arguments. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> told you, bro. I'm split comments here, okay? I'm seeing uh, Tom just keeps saying, check the stats. Check the stats. Check the stats. Like four times, okay? I know. I, know, I hear you, Tom. I hear and you, bro. I'm going to say this. I gotta get that the stats are there. He's top 12 in just about every counting stat for a quarterback. Remember, though, he's he's competing with a lot of guys that were not in the modern era. So he's going to rank up there. Eli is up there, for Christ's sake. Eli was not elite. Eli is probably going to get in. Um, Philip Rivers, he's definitely getting in. I promise you that. I don't need to, to get into that. But... The thing is, like, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now, Pauls. This is for you. Okay? I love Matthew Stafford. I think he's criminally underrated. But I have to point out, this guy's had some pretty damn good offenses. And I've seen a lot of good quarterbacks carry a great offense with a bad defense into the playoffs. To at least get there. I mean, Matt, Matt Ryan was doing that his whole career. Matt Ryan, who, who might have a case at some point. He wasn't Matt MVP. Matt Ryan's going to have the stats. Facts. I'm just saying. You know, Matt Ryan is an MVP. Um, so Stafford falls short 
on accolades, but he's there with the stats. So for me, it's... Let me make this clear. It's Cap right now. Where do I think it's going? I think it's going to be facts because I think he's got many years left. I think he's got at least another three, four solid, like solid, solid years left. And he's in the perfect position to do it. Um, whether or not he gets another ring, I don't know. It's going to hurt him if he doesn't get an all-pro somewhere in here. He has no all-pros, which is major with a quarterback. Um, Agreed. Agreed. So he he is... He well, is... He needs an all-pro. He's close. He's so close, and I think he's going to wind up getting in. Right now, it is Cap. And I'm the, I'm your stats guy. I'm not going to ignore his stats. But he, he, needs a, he needs a little bit more. He needs a cherry on top. He needs, like, a couple more double-digit win seasons. And... An accolade or two, it mixed in there. He a needs ring, an MVP, Mike. A Pro Bowl or two. An MVP would would probably seal it for him. If he yeah, gets like, an MVP, he's probably getting in. Um, and he he was on track this year until he decided to lead the league in interceptions. That sucks, he was close. He, he really was. If he didn't have that he bad was, like three game stretch, I st- I think Brady still should have won it. But that's that's beside the point. We we can talk. He would have been in the conversation. Is what I'm saying. Like you yeah, could, he would have had a strong. Yeah, point. He was. Yeah, the point yeah. is, he was in the conversation. That's all. He was so close, but he decided to just chuck picks left and right. And that's just part of his game. It doesn't mean he had a bad season. It was a career year still. But, I mean, these are things that are going to be accounted for. And that's where he missed out on the accolades. It's because of that late run where he started chucking picks. If he didn't do that, he's possibly all pro. Um, it would have been tough to get past Brady and with the way... Rodgers are playing at the end of the season. Yeah, he, yeah. You see Co Co all pros all the time. He could have got in and tied with Brady or something. It so, happens. I have a theory. You know? Do you think Matthew Stafford didn't win MVP on purpose because of the track record and history of the MVPs not winning the Super Bowl? Oh, my <laughs> fucking I, no. I have to ask this. Oh I have to ask. If you look at the history, no. the MVP does not win the Super Bowl. The last one to do that was Kurt Warner in, like, 1999. And you said Tom Brady Bro. was going to do it on our last show before playoffs. You I, said he was going to change it. I, I, I thought he was, man. I, I thought he was, but I was wrong. You he didn't have mean? it. In. It's okay. It's fine. He didn't have it. In no, it's just... It's part of Stafford's nature. He's a gunslinger, and I'm okay with it because he makes so many great plays to offset it, but there's no way he did that on purpose. Like, That's almost <laughs> I, like saying I, this man saying, lost bro. 10 seasons of his career I, I, on purpose. You I'm know? just saying. Maybe he looked back at his team and was like, yeah, I don't think anybody could fuck with us. I'm going to throw a couple picks so I don't win the MVP, and we're going to fuck around, and we're going to fucking go on a run and win, this, and win the bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Who knows? Maybe it's the mystique factor. He turned me into a believer. I mean, the difference is, Ooh, like, with a guy like him, um, a guy like him he where he was in the conversation earlier in the year, Kyler Murray was there, but, like, second half, Stafford at least kept putting up offensive production, whereas Murray did not. So he was there. He was close. He sustained a, a high level of play for the whole year. I won't knock him there. But he didn't. he didn't do enough to get the accolade, and that's I, what he's missing in his career. He needs accolades. The stats are going to be there. I promise you that. He'll probably uh, he'll probably wind up almost top five in all categories. So let when me it's ask you a question, and, and this is what I'm talking about. Not to, not to beat a dead horse. I know it's going a little off track, but I have to ask that. Like, you're saying that he needs – like, would you rather have accolades or a Super Bowl ring? I'd rather have both. It's, we're, we're talking about Hall of Fame, well, bro. Yeah, the difference, like, Mike, is it's that different. most Mike. of these guys have a combination of the two. He don't even have an all-pro. Like, most of the guys that have stats like him, they have an all-pro at least. If he had an all-pro right now, I might even be saying facts. But the voters are going to hold him back for not having that. Um, Eli Manning, for example, has the counting stats. I know, longevity, and definitely Matthew Stafford was better. I can promise you that. Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than Eli, and he will finish statistically better. But Eli had a combination of the accolades plus the stats. So... Stafford is like this close. He's really fucking close. And I it kills me to say because I I'm telling you right now, I even said this, I probably said this before the season that he's had a Hall of Fame level career, but it's it's not done yet. So it's like right now I can't say for sure he's a Hall of Famer like I could say about Aaron Donald or like I could say about Von Miller who I know if they retire today, they're getting in because they have the accolades as well as the stats. I'm right with you, and man. And that's what they I, vote I, on, you know? I'm right with you. Like, I definitely feel like 
it's it's heading towards a Hall of Fame career. Like I said, if he fucks around and wins next year, wins an MVP, maybe not win the Super Bowl, but, but wins an MVP and shows that, you know, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like, you know, fuck it. You can throw out my time in Detroit. This is who I am for real. Does he enter next year as a top five quarterback? Can you make an argument that he's a top five quarterback? You can make an argument. You Why could not? argue it, but he's not in my top five. You can make the argument. Like, I, I'm not going to go through uh, the list right now in my head. But, I got you. Yeah, yeah, but, no, like, just... for me, you could definitely make the argument. Like, I, I think that, like, the five slot is is open. Like, I, I'm not really ready to crown Burrow to be a top five quarterback. Like, you guys can, I'm like, not either. You can kill me all you want. But, like, I, I just, I'm not ready to do that yet, man. For me. I'm not either. I'm no. not. I'm not either. But I think it's arguable, at least. And Stafford should have been in that conversation. I mean, I think he's been criminally underrated. And I, I have been a Stafford guy. I always think he's been underrated. So it kills me to say any of this. But I'm just saying, like, I, I wouldn't have him in my top five. But he is what we we should consider an elite quarterback in the league. He's a guy that is an elite quarterback in the league. And I don't think he's gotten enough love for that in his entire career because of his lack of success. Here's a question really. for you guys. Who... It, it, if the Rams had a choice, right? If fuck loyalty, if they had to say, okay, we can get Joe Burrow or Matthew Stafford, who do you think they're going to choose? Matt Stafford. Regardless of the past, the history last year didn't matter. Just saying right now, like who would they take? Regardless of anything, I mean, who's the better quarterback? Who do, who who do who does the Rams feel like right that, now that quarterback is the best right quarterback now, for us? Right, right now. now, Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback. Yes. Yeah, Stafford's better. Right Stafford now. is a better quarterback, but right. I think. Joe Burrow's ceiling is crazy high because here's the difference. I would say the Bengals were just as much of a dog shit organization as the Lions were. Joe Burrow has already transformed them. Correct. And that's but where my I know, Hall of Fame but that, thing. I know, but that, but that, it's different, bro. The, the thing with the Lions is, dude, like, they, they just, at least the Bengals had, like, some good coaches here and there. Like, they had Marvin Lewis, dude. He was, he was a consistent Coach, bro, he was eight and eight. That's very consistent. No, dude, they made the playoffs. He made the playoffs with Andy Dalton. Bro, he's never won a playoff game, so he would go to the playoffs. I got you. He was very consistent in that too. He was. He was. He's a a good coach. He kept consistent energy. So it's like Matt Stafford, bro. Like he did make three playoffs with the Lions. So let's not trip. He did make three playoffs with the Lions. And outside of Calvin Johnson, who can you really name that he had? No, the difference is I I hate this. I hate saying this because I am a Stafford guy. I really like Stafford, okay? But look at the era and look who else he's competed against. And Matt Ryan is just a a perfect, convenient comp for him because Matt Ryan has done more with equally less, essentially. I mean, that's kind of why it's like his case is hurt by the success of others and his lack of it. Matt Ryan has done more with just as much as Stafford. That's you can. It's make just the a fact. It's a fact, and he's won an MVP, and he didn't win the Super Bowl. But I'm just saying, he's had some of the worst defenses. Hold up, that hold you up, could fuck find. that. He had and Julio. it's a criminally. And yeah. hold on, and Julio, this is a criminally. Calvin yeah, but he had Calvin Johnson, Mike. Calvin Johnson trumps everything there. I'm with you because I've said that in the past you know? too. I, I'm, I, no, I'm like, I just, and I, I love, bro, I literally talk love about, Stafford. Yeah, if we're gonna talk about Calvin Johnson being a top five wide receiver of all time, he is. Well, maybe it's argu- it's arguable. Yeah, he's there, but like, <sighs> like Man, dude, if you have a top five wide, I know receiver I'm of killing all time, you here bro, with like, this one. No, I know. And here's the thing. Everybody laughs because, like, everybody, oh, I'm a Stafford hater, but I'm not. But I'm like, not. I, I love Stafford. I think he's a good quarterback. He's, I've a, he's a very liked good his quarterback. Game. Like, I've always liked his game. Like, I've always took him in fantasy. Like, he was always a guy that would put up the nice stats. Just, but for me, just think of this. Like, yeah. Like, I just, Go ahead, Nick. I don't know. He just didn't change. He didn't change Detroit for me. Like, Detroit has been. And I get Detroit that, but you can't. Time. And, I get that. But here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too. Joe Burrow now has a lot of expectations on his plate for next season let's see how he responds he did have one good season and they went to the, the super bowl i believe in him wholeheartedly i really do i, I think joe burrow is that that dude but let's see how he follows up the next few years before like that's Yo. what i'm saying what we were talking about with matt stafford and shit like that like joe burrow has a lot of pressure on him coming in the next year a lot as he should and he should and get this though get this 
because we keep saying Lions, Lions, Lions. The Lions are a disgrace of a franchise, okay? I get it. But back to the Ryan argument, okay? The Falcons, as a franchise, are equally garbage. The Lions are the Lions. But the, the Falcons have been one of the most losingest franchises in the history of the sport, too. Mm -hmm. And this is why, like, the argument, like, Stafford is diminished in that argument. And it kills me because I love Stafford. I think he is so underrated for his career. But it, this, I'm just telling you how it's going to be perceived. There's been guys that have had less or equal to Stafford around them and have done more. And I hate to say it. I really do. I hate to say it. I just think the NFL needs to draw a line of, okay, what, what the fuck constitutes you as a Hall of Fame player? Because if we're going to talk about Eli Manning being there, possibly Matt Ryan, fucking Stafford, like you could throw in anybody. That's my problem with, and, and that's what I'm saying, bro. And that's my thing with the Hall of Fame. And here's the thing. Even if I didn't think Matt Stafford was deserving of the Hall of Fame, he's getting in when he won the Super Bowl. He's getting in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying it's a first ballot, but he's definitely getting in now. Yeah. But the bar is just so incredibly, uh, incredibly low anymore. It's, it's definitely lower. No doubt. Because it's like if somebody has like a few good years, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, they were great. Like, let's put them in the Hall of Fame. They were that dominant in their position, in respective position position for like the, you know, five straight years. Yeah, and like, like, it's like not, not to bro, go into who cares? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you like, and then like the Rivers, McNabs, Eli's, Romo's. Like, there, there are Dallas fans, I guarantee you, say Tony Romo's a Hall of Famer. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, no shot. No. No way in the world. So, but. Yo, you hear that sound? Guys. I'm going to have to cut this short and we're going to have to save the other off-season topics that I had in store for us, okay? So, real quick, okay? This is a, this is a quick, ultra-quick hitter. No explanation. This is how we're ending the show. If you had to say right now who's getting to the Super Bowl and who's winning it, who is your pick and who is the MVP for next year? Just... It doesn't matter. It's, you're not gonna be. It's not gonna be held over your head. Got right. reaction right now. Uh, Rams versus Bills. Bills win. Joe Burrow's MVP. Off the rip. <laughs> off, off the rip. Yeah. Off I the can't even head. name it, uh, an NFC participant outside the Rams, but I'm gonna like choose a dark horse here. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna go Saints versus Chiefs, and I got. Mahomes MVP. Oh man, Saints. I got I got Mahomes MVP. It feels pretty safe with the level of play at the end of the season. Um, guys, this is hard. Polls. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this is tough. I'm gonna say Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl over. Oh God, it kills me. I. I'm not going to say, I'm going to say Rams for now. How about that? All right. That's because the NFC is in fucking turmoil. I, I just said, you know what? I said the Rams well, are yeah, getting I in. I chose Fuck the this. Saints. I'm going to say No, no, no. Excuse me. No, you know what? No, I just said the Rams Sour. are getting in. No, excuse me. They're not getting in. It's going to be 49ers. There you go. Okay. All right. I like that. It'll be Chiefs 49ers. That's what I thought you were saying. I'm not telling you who I really think. Fuck you guys. No, I said the Saints. Listen. I'm not going to tell you who I really think because fuck you guys. I'll tell no, you. No, I already know who you think, Mike. I already know who you <laughs> no, think. I can't. I can't wait no, no, no. Thursday. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. That's my smoke screen. It's going to be Chiefs <laughs> over the 49ers. Okay. That's a smoke screen. All right. Anyway, guys, that was awesome. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, welcome back. We'll be back on Thursday, 8 p.m. This episode, episode 58. All right. 58 and counting. Psychotic and iconic. This was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. Okay? New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That is promo code ICONIC. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, be sure to check us out where we were live tonight on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com and subscribe to us there. You won't regret it. All right? That's all. All sports coverage starting Thursday. I guarantee you, you will be talking.
you'll be hearing about the Sixers, James Harden, Ben Simmons, ooh, and the rest of the offseason headlines that I had for tonight, and maybe a few other things. We'll see what we got, okay? There's so much to talk about. Join us on Thursday. Thanks for everything. As always, Nick Theories, take it away. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. We miss you guys dearly. It's been a long 12 days. Welcome back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> of course, I fucking slip up and I hit that shit. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. I don't know how the fuck I remember, I remember that, but good job on me. Man, that was you know, great. Sometimes you need yeah, to be a little bit go. refreshed a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, follow us on all of our socials, such as Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, and we'll see you guys Thursday at P&I.